1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies All all
2: right so what are we going to do with Joe Biden's dog commander i mean commander apparently is biting people and it's <laughs> it's happening more often than originally reported uh, it's really, uh, it's the first lady and the president's dog, a two-year-old a German shepherd, commander. And he's been involved in more biting, more biting incidents that have been previously reported. This is a report from CNN, and they cite sources uh, familiar with the, uh, the dog and the, the whole matter, that uh, U.S. Secret Service has acknowledged 11 reported biting incidents involving its personnel. And the number maybe even appears to be higher. Most recently there was a, a reported biting incident on uh, September 25th involving a secret service agent. So wait a minute. I, I mean is this like a good family dog? I mean is he just biting the secret service agents? Um, is he friendly with the family? I mean what do you I mean what do you do if a dog bites? I, I mean I, I'm sure some of you I, I've never been faced with it. I've had, had a few dogs in my life. I've never been faced with it, but I mean are there cases where you just have to get rid of a dog because the dog's a biter? Or is the dog friendly? Could Commander be friendly to the, uh, the the president and the first lady, and even be nice to Hunter, and and then just bite other people? I don't know, but that seems like it's a it's a problem. I mean, you know, you, you think about you're a Secret Service agent, and you think about the big thing that you threat is you know somebody shooting at the president. Now you have to worry about uh, if you're around the president's German Shepherd. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. It is a Thursday, October fifth. It's going to feel so good this weekend. In fact, we may get some showers after sunset today. It's all part of a front coming through, and then another front comes through. So by Saturday morning, I mean, you're going to feel it before then, I think, but by Saturday morning, it's just going to be like a whole different place. And it's just going to be so nice and so wonderful. And you're going to want to go out and do stuff this weekend. Uh, the Saints are playing out of town, they're in uh, New England against the Patriots. Now, I, I like what uh, Mickey Loomba said the Saints are two and two, the sky isn't falling but we have to act like it is falling. And, and I, I agree with that. But here's, here's what I'm concerned about. Bill Belichick is a hell of a coach. They've gotta have talent on that Patriots team. They're one and three. They haven't won at home yet. To me, this is the perfect setup for them to have a great game and beat the Saints. If the Saints go two and three, that's not gonna be so great. The Saints can beat them. Obviously, they're not they're not that great. But I'm I'm concerned that they haven't won a home game yet. And it seems like the 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 inspiration might be for them for them to win. But the Saints have every you know every need to win as well so we'll, we'll see what happens all right um if you're on hold stay with us uh we'll get back to uh, more of your calls and more of your text messages we were talking about the economy how bad it how bad it is how much of it is biden's fault a caller yesterday to the show said he owns a business in the french quarter and his um, couple of employees came to him and said we need a raise because of grocery prices and he said like, i couldn't give it to him because the business is not good enough for me to give him a raise and he basically blamed the biden administration i brought up the idea that if business is not good and you're in the french quarter that may have a lot to do with the city of new orleans and the lack of um the lack of uh, police protection that some businesses uh, feel in, in the quarter and around the, the city so it may have more to do that with that than biden we talked to um uh, a money reporter for uh, cbs radio news uh, jason brooke earlier in the show And he did say that shutting down, that Biden shutting down the pipeline pipeline did have a moderate effect on the price of oil. But there's so many other things involved in that as well. And he said, and I asked him this question, could consumers have the power to change that? And he said, yes. You see, if we drove less, if we cut down the demand, now some people have to drive, you know, trucks have to drive and, and, Planes have to fly. And, and look, some people have to go, have to get in the vehicle and go from this point to this point every day. I understand that. But there are a lot of us that think nothing of the higher price of gas when we get in our cars anyway. If the, if the demand is up, then the price is going to be up. If the demand goes down for driving, the price may go down. So anyway, part of it does fall on us. And we've continued to talk about the Fiasco yesterday with Mad Gates and, and everything, and now uh, Jim Jordan, this this guy who's been nothing but a noisemaker and a, a divider. He's a he's a right wing. I think he's kind of a, I think he's borderline right wing radical. Not as much as Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene, but he's kind of a right wing radical. Uh, Jordan is such a, a Trump supporter that he's not somebody to bring people together. Well, now he's suddenly changed. And he wants to bring everybody together because he wants to be Speaker of the House. Can't you see through this? I mean, what are you? Are you the tough guy that's going to stand up for Trump no matter what? Or you want to bring everybody together? I mean, you can't have it both ways. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text line is 504-260-1870. All right, so Apple has these Air Tags, And you can put an Air Tag on your phone your keys, anything that might be lost. I mean, how many times have you lost your keys? I mean, maybe you ultimately found them, but you you temporarily lost them. It's, It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you as well. So you have this Apple AirTag, and you can find out exactly where your keys are. Wouldn't that be great? Now, some parents are using the Apple AirTags to track their kids. Could the Apple AirTags be used as a babysitter... And is that a good idea? We'll talk about that. Also, McDonald's and Wendy's are celebrating. They have beaten false advertising lawsuits. A federal judge dismissed a lawsuit brought by um, somebody against two companies, McDonald's and Wendy's, accusing them of selling smaller hamburgers than were advertised, alleging that the food does not fit the description that you see in pictures on websites or uh, on TV commercials. Now, Wendy's and McDonald's were accused of this, and one thing might be that, that they're showing you the hamburger before it's, been, well, before it's been fully cooked. It's just been partially cooked. You know, the more you cook the burger, the more it shrinks. Yes, when it comes to meat, there is shrinkage. So, anyway, uh, so apparently it's okay to do that. How many times have you been into a, a fast food restaurant and you've, you've even seen the picture of, of an item for sale right there, right there in the place. There's a picture of the, the sandwich that you're ordering. Does the sandwich you get look like the picture? No, it's not even close. You know, there have time, been times that I've wanted to say, okay, I want to order this sandwich. And then when I get the sandwich, no, I didn't order this sandwich. I ordered that sandwich. And point to the one up on the wall in the picture that's that's the sandwich that i ordered i and and you gave me this sandwich so this is not the same sandwich would you would you make it to match the, the picture there there is um there is a, a rule in effect that there must be honesty in advertising unless of course it's politics and we, we've talked about that before but shouldn't commercials shouldn't advertising? even in-store advertising, shouldn't it match the actual food that we're served? I mean, have you ever been disappointed that you were served something that didn't look like what you thought you were going to get because of the advertising? I just think this is false advertising. If you want to join us, the Okunard Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. I posted a video about that on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page after the show yesterday. And I'll share some of the comments uh, that we've got, gotten since then. And if you haven't joined me yet on, on, on Facebook, I, I hope you will, because I, I love the new voices. I love the new people. And even if you're a millennial Zoomer, uh, you know, and you're not that into Facebook, hey, get into our Facebook page, because I love hearing your voices and seeing your, your posts. Because it kind of balances out some of the, the wackos who have very, very strict, right-wing, conservative ideas. And those ideas are okay, but I like a little balance, so I would love for you to join me on Facebook. It's Scoot on the Air. Okay, let's go to uh, Jimmy and Gretna. Hey, Jimmy, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, what's going on, Scoot? Hey. Hey, two things. Number one, I know you like 80s uh, pop culture. Corey Feldman is at uh, Southport Hall tonight. I know he's a big Michael Jackson fan. He's performing music, uh, but, yeah, anybody who wants to go see or meet Corey Feldman from all the movies he's been in. He's a musician now. That's how he makes money. He's going to be at Southport Hall tonight. And, look, I want to formally invite you and Ian this weekend at Gretna Fest. I know I've seen you before there. Uh, we're going to be at the Croatian American Society Oyster booth. Come on over. Come holler at me. Okay. Uh, um, I'll be volunteering. And uh, come uh, Come get some oysters and uh, bring your Facebook Live videos and come, come hang out. And I'm looking forward to Gretna Fest. Uh, really looking for, I really do want to see living color. They play at the exact same time as, um, you know, Leonard Skinner. Uh, I know blues is going to be there, trombone shorty, a lot of bands, but yeah, living color. It's just rare to see a band like that come to the West bank. I don't think it's ever happened. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm looking forward to that. Sadly, it's at the same time as, as Skinner. And, um, you know, they had the one big hit Cult of personality, Maybe Ian can, uh, bumper music that at some point today. Yeah, Ian's got nothing else to do. Great intro. Yeah, do and, yeah uh, that's fine. I'll yeah, I'm, all, not
3: do, I'm not doing anything y'all. in here.
0: Ian's busy. Ian's a busy man. So, um, <laughs> and yeah, you will make you make this weekend, visitor. Visitor.
2: okay? All right, yeah, thanks, yeah for the invi- thanks for the invitation, Jimmy. Um, you know, I, I went there last year and, uh, and saw, I saw Jimmy at the, uh, the, the Croatian, um, a grilled oyster uh, place. And I, I'm definitely going to uh, hit Grudna Fest at some point, uh, this weekend, um, i'm not going to make it to um depeche mode i have something else i would love to be there uh but i have got a, a previous commitment uh, i'm a judge of one of the judges in the um who's got talent contest it's the kelly kicking cancer event it's a great event every year and we'll be talking more about that in the next hour let's go to uh, mr x in thibodeau mr x thanks for hanging on
4: uh good afternoon scoot how you doing i'm good Uh, I'd like to respond to the Biden complaint from the French Quarter. Okay. Um, This guy, uh, it didn't. uh, First of all, we don't know how long his business has been floundering. We have no idea what wage he pays his employees. We don't even know the kind of business that he has in the French Quarter i think he's a little disingenuous for being critical against the president uh and why isn't he asked why don't he ask for help or for suggestions it seems to me if i had an employer and all he was was critical to the business well that's not helping the business now If he would be inquiring to other people in the business that has a stake in the business, how you can help it, uh, to me, that would be more genuine. And when he calls a radio station, he talks about Biden forever. He doesn't say one word to suggest that he's asking for help or if anybody has any suggestions now. After I heard this guy talk, I was kind of thinking, well, maybe we can help the guy if we knew more about his business. But maybe he he thinks his business is his business. And and
2: it might be. I got the impression that he might own the business. Mr. X, I've got to move on. I really appreciate the call and and the insight. And I think think you're right. Um, A business that doesn't do well. It might not be because of President Biden. I'm not here to defend President Biden. I'm here to defend the truth and, and what, is, what is reality. And we don't know all the details, but we do know that people will take anything that's wrong in their life and blame it on the president. If they are against the president, if they're for the president, they'll, they'll find something else to, to blame it on. And so often, um, businesses don't do well for a number of reasons, and it's really not the, the, the president's fault. So, um, but, that's, but that's what people do. I mean, it's, it's, all, about, uh, it's all about politics. All right. Um, if you're on hold, stay with us. More of your calls and more of your texts are coming up October 5th, Thursday. It's going to be a great weekend. And it's going to be cooler. It's going to feel like Halloween. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL.
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: All right. So, some parents are starting to use the Apple AirTags to track their their kids. They were designed to track your phone and keys or anything that might get lost. What about your kids? you put an air tag on a lanyard and you put it on your, your kid's neck and you always know where your kid is. Is this a problem? I, I guess this would be a problem if parents thought they didn't need to get a babysitter or they didn't need to watch their kids as closely because their kids had this air tag on them and they, they knew where their kids were. I mean, you gotta watch your kids really all, all the time. So I don't know, would you do that? Is anybody um, who's listening, anybody using the, the air tags to monitor where their kids are? And I'm assuming that we're all okay with that. I mean, you, you have a right to know where your, your kids are. If you want to join us, the Okanard Jewelers Talking text line is 504-260-1870. Also, we're talking about McDonald's and, and, um, and Wendy's celebrating because they won challenges to questions about the size of their meats. Their meats were smaller in reality than they were advertised. And I guess that there's nothing in society that, you know, we could use to relate to that. But anyway, um, there's apparently shrinkage. And when you cook a burger, it, it shrinks, obviously. I've done it. You've done it. I mean, I don't eat red meat, so it's been a long time, but I remember that. And so the, um, the, the charge was that, that Wendy's and, 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 and McDonald's are showing you the picture of the meat before it's fully cooked. And so by the time you get it, it's smaller. And so somebody filed a lawsuit so anyway, Wendy's and McDonald's won. Do you notice that the advertising, even the in-store advertising, doesn't match the food that we're served? And is that a problem? If you want to join us, the Okunard Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. And here's an update on the, uh, the burgers is a burger that strongly suggests you take a seat.
3: A federal
1: judge in New York City has dismissed a lawsuit against McDonald's and Wendy's that accused the companies of exaggerating the size of Big Macs and bourbon bacon cheeseburgers in ads. Judge Hector Gonzalez ruling the chain's attempts to present appetizing images have been no different from other companies. The complaint accused both fast food giants of using undercooked beef patties so they wouldn't shrink, as well as tolerant and customers are actually served Stacy Lynn CBS News
2: imagine this we've got guys exaggerating the size of their meats uh, I mean it's just really scoot on me I mean it's just uh, it's so typical it's so typical I mean I, look I understand there's there's one fast food place that I still occasionally go to um, and it's because of the quality of the food and I can kind of control like I get a I get a grilled chicken breast I don't want to name it but I get the sandwich and it doesn't look anything like the sandwich that's in the advertising. And I have, I have occasionally wanted to go in and say, okay, this is what I want. And when I get it, no, 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 this isn't what I want. That's what I want. And, and point to the, the, the picture of the, the sandwich in the store. Because it's a lot bigger and better than the sandwich that they're, they're serving me. I, I've often wanted to do that, but I, um, I haven't done it yet. Have you had an issue with that? If you run hold stay with us, we'll get to uh, more of your calls coming up. Let's go to Ian who's got a few text
3: messages. Okay, I'm a little backed up here. I'm gonna try and go kind of quickly here. Uh, here's a text about the AirPods that said, Scoot, what is a parent's nightmare? Their child being taken. So for a small price, for a small piece of technology to be able to help possibly locate their child, that's great.
2: Yeah, I don't have a problem with it unless parents are using it to be, become their babysitter for their kids. And, and that would be a mistake. Uh, you can't develop a false sense of security because you've got this, this air tag that uh, tells you where your kids are.
3: Here's a text about burgers. This one says, really, Scoot, the American public is the population that failed the one-third pounder. Because they thought it was smaller than the quarter pounder. You remember that? Was that was that Arby's, I think, that did that? Or A&W? I know, somebody?
2: I know. It's like, you know, we, listen, let's admit it. We can be really dumb. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. You're going to give me a third Pound burger? No, I want a quarter pound. I'm burger. going across the street. I'm for not a quarter pound for
3: less. Forget you guys. Okay. Yeah. I got a couple texts about uh, the bad uh, bad dog at the White House. There, Steve says, Scoot. German Shepherds are very protective of their family. Biden's dog probably has other people taking care of it so much that the poor dog is confused. Okay. He doesn't know who the boss is. A dog like that needs to know who the pack leader is. He needs a handler and more training. He's only two years old. He's just a teenager, and he's testing his boundaries a little nip is just playing but a german shepherd can crush bone
2: all right look here's a suggestion for for president biden if you ever needed a reason to step aside and let somebody else run it's because commander needs you you need to spend time with commander he needs you joe he needs you more than the country needs you please (laughs) spend time with commander
3: Here's one more commander text that says, we can't be mad at Biden's dog. He doesn't even know what he's doing. All he does all day is walk around the White House and sniff cocaine off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, a couple more. Here's a text we are going to switch back to politics for just a hot minute. Uh, This one says, my favorite is how the far right wing was angry with McCarthy. Excuse me, I've butchered this already. My favorite is how the far right wing was angry with McCarthy for partnering with the Democrats to avoid a shutdown then they partnered with the Democrats to kick McCarthy out. I know. It's the it's the hypocrisy. And then what about Jim Jordan has all
2: of a sudden become this this guy who's like got this like ecumenical attitude about bringing everybody together. There has been no greater divider on Capitol Hill than Jim Jordan when it comes to. Uh, Just standing up for Trump no matter what and dividing everybody else as being uh, different and separate. And now because he wants to be Speaker of the House, now he's bringing everybody together. I mean, this is all so phony. And I remind you that it's still trending on our website, www.wl.com. It's also, I think it's up on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's titled, Republicans Finally Get It. MAGA is Coming After Them Too. And it's just about this right wing radical faction that we've been talking about for a long time that is now suddenly getting a lot of attention. But it uh, also includes part of our show from from yesterday.
3: Okay, here's one from Lewis and Hammond. Lewis says, hey, I remember Jordan being called the, quote, Benghazi warrior with Hillary Clinton back in the day. I don't like Steve Scalise much, but I would definitely prefer him over Jim Jordan. Yeah. I
2: mean, I'd have to say that, too. And Hannity supported Jim Jordan and endorsed him. But it was kind of a backhanded endorsement saying, well, I guess he's the best option we have.
3: It is pretty interesting to see Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise kind of get pushed into the establishment spot. When you remember back in the Obama administration and. They were, the, they were the chaos agents. They were the insurgent ones that were like, ah, we're going we're gonna to break everything and move fast. We're going to break the fever. Well, they got, they got out-chaosed on their right flank. Yeah, they did. All right, I'm going to leave you with this one, I okay. think. Scoot, I love your show. The whole reason we have this political infighting is because we allow money to be given to campaigns from people that cannot vote for that candidate. For example, people from California can donate money to Louisiana candidates. So those candidates will bend to their will. If we only allowed money from live people that can vote for a candidate, not corporations, not super PACs, then those candidates would do the will of their constituents. That's a democratic republic, as it should be. That also eliminates lobbyists because our elected representatives have their money dinners as their constituents. Many big problems solved. I'm a doctor and an engineer.
2: That's interesting. I'd, I'd have to think about that a little further, but that, uh, that sounds interesting. And, you know, with Marjorie Taylor Greene, look, she was, she was put on, on, on Capitol Hill by a group of right-wing radicals. Right-wing radicals live in her district, a it's rural district in Georgia. And so they set her there, but now she has a national voice. So it's interesting how a small faction of, of, of voters with a very specific agenda... Can send somebody to uh, the national platform. So, uh, we'll, you know, I mean, that's just something that we, we have to deal with in, in, in political life. Let's go to the Maroney. Stephen, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
5: Hey, I was in the newspaper business. And a lot of times when they're photographing hamburgers and, and whatever, they'll photograph 50 hamburgers before they get the right one. Or it's got to have the right amount of seeds on the bun. And so, I mean, that's. That's why you have uh, uh, hamburgers that look different because they're you know there's yeah. 50 no, of them. It's,
2: you know that's that's true. And, and also look, uh, make no mistake about it. Um, when, when they do a shoot for food, they've got a food stylist. I mean there's a food stylist that comes in and and, and, and all that you see there is not what it's supposed to be. Like that might not really be mayonnaise. It might be something else that might not be really might not really be milk on the cereal.
3: You may recall a couple years, well, this is actually probably five or six years ago. I was uh, starring in a commercial for a regional uh, fast food chicken chain. and there's two types of chicken on set. There's the chicken that I have to eat and I ate 30 pieces of chicken that day and was incredibly sick. And then there's the hero chicken, which is not meant to be eaten because it's got right. all sorts of other stuff on it. I, that's I, right. I don't want to say shellac because I don't think that's right, but it was something like that. It was like some sort of inedible coating oh, yeah. that makes it look better for the camera. And I had to eat the, the regular people's chicken, which was fine until it wasn't.
2: You know, I'm okay with that. What, what I don't like is that it, what you see in the ad, it's a lot more meat. It's a lot more other stuff than you get when you get the sandwich. And I mean, I mean think about this. When you, when you see some of the advertising, even some of the in-store advertising in the, in the fast food restaurants, you take a look at the advertising and then take a look at what you got. I mean, it doesn't look anything like that. So why wouldn't somebody say, wait a minute? I, 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 don't, I don't want this. I, I want that sandwich. And by the way, it's not the fault of the, the people there. It's not, their, it's not their fault. It's not the fault of the person who t- who's taking your order there. But I think that's a, that's a problem. And I, I'd like to see a, a little um, stricter adherence to the truth when it comes to those kind of things about advertising.
3: This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Well, it kind of does. And I'm going to be brief about this because I think it's interesting and I think people don't know this. Um, I have an acquaintance who works for a fragrance company, an international company that Uh, makes fragrances for commercial businesses so you walk into a retail store or you walk into a, a hardware store or some kind of restaurant or a grocery store they are spraying fragrance down into the shopping area so that you smell what they want you to smell to make you spend money on their products Wow. That the smell might be baked bread or it might be um, like a sort of mineral chalky fragrance or something. I mean, it's just one of these little these subtle little things that 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 happen to us as consumers that we don't. I mean, it's not like illegal or immoral, but we just just we never think about that sort of stuff. We're always being kind of micro targeted in these little ways. You know,
2: in the same way that um, in the same way that Crawfish Monica is um indigenous to jazz fest yes cinnamon buns i mean big giant cinnamon <laughs> buns are indigenous to the the Del Mar fair just north of san diego it's a it's a big I fair i did not know that and so yeah so it's like it's their kind of crawfish monica i mean people go for the cinnamon buns and okay. they're huge yeah well the cinnamon bun stores around san diego many of them have exhausts that come from the kitchen and they they pipe the 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 aroma of the things, uh, of the cinnamon rolls cooking right out into the front area. I mean, you can't help but want to order one.
3: It makes you salivate. And then you're like, oh, God, I got to get one of these cinnamon buns. Okay, this is really, really
2: bad. On the scooter in the air rock culture calendar on this day in 2006, Jeffrey Boyer, who owned the company that sold Michael Jackson his private Gulfstream jet, was sentenced to six months in prison for ordering employees to install two video cameras in the jet that Michael Jackson would be using in hopes of catching Michael Jackson saying or doing something that might be used to blackmail him later. That's low. And I would think that if you know, you're know you in the business of selling jet Gulfstream jets, I mean, that's like one of the really posh uh, private jets. If you're in the business of doing that, I would think business is pretty good and you don't need to go around looking to try to blackmail somebody. But anyway, he was... Uh, Sentenced to prison on this day in 2006. I'm Scoot. for coming back on WWL.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: A sad day on the scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2011. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple and the music industry visionary, passed away at the age of 56. He was battling with pancreatic cancer and um chances are you're using something that Steve Jobs was involved in or exposed to it every day of your life but man that's young to die
3: 56 yeah he was he was one of the good ones yeah, you know there's there's a fair amount of like billionaire silicon valley yeah. dudes that i don't like and i think are bad people but I- I don't think Steve Jobs was one of them. I think he was a good guy.
2: And I think he was one of the early ones that I remember who, who didn't wear a suit. I mean, he was like a big-time CEO, and he didn't wear a suit. You know, yeah. it's kind of more like a T-shirt like gun. A
3: turtleneck turtle or something, yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's go to Metairie. Joseph, welcome to the show. Hello? Hey, Joseph.
5: Yeah. Uh, during the mid-'80s, I used to work for one of those hamburger fast food franchises.
2: Back in the-'80s, I was and, eating uh, fast food.
5: What's that?
2: Back in the 80s, I was eating fast food. Uh,
5: What I remember the most was um, that the the kids, well, some of the kids, let's say I was not a kid. But the thing is, uh, you know, that's when you had a real problem. I don't know what it is now. But you had a real problem with kids that were um smoking something and they would come, they would come to work kinda high.
2: Oh, so so like young people got stoned before they went to work. Did did you notice that they were like eating things because they had the munchies? The uh,
5: the the younger uh, managers, the younger managers of the place would have to take them in a back room, give them some coffee, and hopefully they'd, um, you know, come down and ready and ready to take and ready and ready ready in time to go on their shift.
2: Did they do to, their job? You know,
5: take their hours they were, like so, it was did, they, for.
2: did they do their job?
5: I think so, but they but that that's when um, you know the stuff that you smoke. Uh, you can coming say, hey, into, hey, really Joseph, coming into vogue here in Metairie.
2: Joseph, you can say marijuana on the air.
5: I don't like this. I don't like those words.
2: You don't like the but words? the thing mar- is... Uh, it's only one. Marijuana is only one one word. You don't want to say marijuana?
5: Okay, I know. I know. They got pot, they got grass, and you know, they have all the words.
2: Marijuana. But the
5: thing is, uh, I don't know... I, I don't know if... Uh, people who own manage people who are managers and owners of fast fast food places still have that problem with kids showing up kind of high and they have a
2: I'm sure they I'm sure they do I mean I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of employees who who go to work stoned. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do but I'm sure uh, I'm sure it happens today now you know back then um, you know marijuana is different today. I mean, I don't know from firsthand experience, but I, I've, I've heard that there are a lot of uh, strains out now that, you know, that don't don't uh, that don't make you apathetic. They can can make you kind of kind of active. Uh, is, have you heard that, Ian?
3: Yeah. Well, there's there's always been these two different strains, but only in the last two, uh, two decades, maybe if we kind of started really separating them from each other at scale, there's indica and there's sativa. And the way that you keep them straight is sativa is the is this is the kind of strain that gives you energy and makes you like, oh, I'm going to go on a hike or like I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to do something sort of active. And Indica, you say it's indie couch. That's the one where it just shuts you down. You can't talk to anybody. You get paranoid. All you can do is like watch TV and go to sleep.
2: Yeah, that's um, that. You know, you know, back in the in the 70s and 80s, you know, we were looking for the good stuff and the good stuff was was um, Maui Waui. Or Acapulco Gold, mm-hmm. and that was the stuff that was like thirty dollars a lid, or, or something like that. Um, wow! And you got you know you got a pretty pretty good amount for for thirty bucks. But you know back then thirty bucks was a lot more than it, than it is today. Mm-hmm. And um, so I you know I remember you tried to get the good stuff because it made you just it made you feel better. It was it was better. It, it lasted longer. But you know I don't remember anything that really made you you know too too active. So that's something that's really come along in, in modern times that is. Uh, um, Beyond my use of marijuana.
3: When I was in Chicago back in January, we went to a dispensary and I got a little pill. Because they got pills. They don't even, like, forget flour or pre-rolled this or edibles like brownies. Like, you just take a pill.
2: But it was fun to smoke the joint. It was fun to just... I mean, I know, just, smoking you, is, you, is you, fun, but... It was
3: fun to do that. I don't know why, but it was just
2: fun to smoke the joint.
3: I just took a little sativa pill and I went to the Museum of Radio Broadcasting and spent yeah. the afternoon there just looking at radios and that's that's how i spend my time on well little it, it
2: it does slow you down to make you kind of uh notice life that's passing you by and i definitely
3: the, the, read every single plaque in that museum
2: the simplest little thing can be a big deal <laughs> all right Whoa. if you want to join us the oakland Art jeweler's talking text line 504-260-1870 i love this song by fleetwood mac you know stevie nicks is coming to uh the swithy king center Wednesday, February the 28th. This is the Stevie Nicks Song of the Day. Rhiannon. R-H-I-A-N-N-O-N. Rhiannon. Get close. We'll give you credit for it. But you need that uh, title to register to win the tickets for February the 28th. So go to our website right now, com slash contest with an S, and use the word Rhiannon, the title of the song, Stevie Nicks Song of the Day, to register to win the tickets. And good luck from us at WWL be honest about this. Do you actually pray to God that the Saints win a game? Do you pray that the LSU Tigers win or the Tulane Wave? Do you, do you pray that a football team wins a game? Is it okay? Is it okay to pray to God that your, your team wins? Well, what happens if your team loses? Do you, you think God doesn't like you or God likes the other team better? We'll talk about
1: that coming up in the
2: next hour. I'm Scoot on the air. This is WWL.